Welcome to this episode of The Paulian, the podcast of St. Paul's School. I'm Augustinetto, the Assistant Director of University Guidance and Careers and a scholarship mentor. Join us as we discuss the latest developments across the senior and junior schools here at St. Paul's. In this episode, we will take a deep look into inclusion at school and the work being done towards creating a richer, more inclusive and diverse community. Mr. Titus Edge, our headmaster, and Mr. Lee Sutton, Assistant Head of Enrichment and Scholarship, talked to me and a couple of pupils about inclusion, a key aspect of our five-year strategic plan, St. Paul's Scholarship Programme. Grab your cup of tea or coffee and join us. Hello again. Today we're going to talk about a project that makes everyone at school very proud, the St. Paul's Foundation Scholarship Programme. Since 2018, St. Paul's Foundation has overseen the mission of selecting and preparing candidates to join St. Paul's as full-ride scholars. The Foundation seeks to find gifted 11- to 14-year-old students with excellent academic records, the grit and determination to excel at our school. In the last four years, the Foundation has welcomed around 600 applicants, all of whom challenged in a number of ways throughout the long and arduous selection process, be it in English proficiency exams, subject tests or interviews. Even though only a small number of candidates eventually make it to the final rounds, it's great to see how much applicants benefit from taking part in our selection programme. We currently have nine scholars and are about to accept another group for the start of the next academic year. The school aims to achieve its target of having 10% of its senior school pupils as scholars by 2026, the year we celebrate our centenary. This means that in the coming years, our plan is to have around 50 scholars in form 1 through to upper 6th, that is Fundamental 2 and Ensino Medio in Brazilian nomenclature. To give us more details on this amazing endeavour, in this very special episode, we welcome Headmaster Titus Edge and the Assistant Head of Enrichment and Scholarship, Mr. Lee Sutton. Mr. Edge, Mr. Sutton, welcome to you both. Hello, lovely to be here. Hello, and thank you, Mr. Neto. Mr. Edge, uh, hearing the trajectory of the scholarship program, it's great to see how much the school and the foundation have already accomplished. How do you see this journey? So the idea of scholarships is well established in the UK, where I have spent my entire career so far. Uh, And uh, we, back in England, are very used to pupils of talent and flair being able to apply to top schools, regardless of their financial means. Uh, And here at St Paul's, the foundation program has started small. Uh, You mentioned in your introduction that uh, we currently have nine uh, pupils who are scholars uh, at the school. And yes, there there is a journey. There have been uh, lots of things we've learned along the way about the selection, the preparation, the support uh, that we give these young people. Uh, And uh, Brazil is different from uh, the UK. In, in, in many important ways. And this programme has to work subtly differently. I mean, clearly, the English language uh, is something we need to be uh, very uh, very confident about in selecting our scholars here, which isn't a problem back 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 in the UK. Uh, 
there is a different tradition of fundraising uh, in Brazil than there is in the UK and markedly different from how it is in the United States. Uh, and, of course, uh, there is a, a different socio-economic reality in Brazil. So those things make what is perhaps something which is familiar uh, in many British schools uh, a rather more challenging prospect uh, in a school like ours. Um, and so whilst we, uh, as a UK school, have taken the concept uh, of something you'd find in, in lots of schools uh, back in England, the, the, the journey for the school to make is to make this work uh, as well as possible in a, a Brazilian context. Yep, I'm just thinking about the journey that our pupils take when here for the scholarships. Um, we are very proud to announce that we have talented scholars. And I'm using the talented words in its broadest manner. So that could be academic, talented, it could be sports, art, music. And one thing that I feel the, the St Paul's community is really benefiting from, from the journey is we are learning together. Our scholars are bringing new learning experiences they are bringing new academic achievements, they are bringing new sporting achievements, and, and it's really wonderful to see that our whole community is being more diverse and open, and we are all working as one, which is amazing. Well, Mr Sutton, you've, you've uh, just touched upon uh, the benefits of the programme um, for uh, our community. So I wonder, you and I have been working very closely with the scholars to make sure that they have or the support that they need to adapt and benefit from the opportunities afforded to them. Uh, what would you say are the main challenges for the scholars? And, of course, uh, you know, the benefits uh, for them. You've talked about the benefits for our community, but what about for them? We are transforming lives of, of our scholars by giving them the world-class education, accompanied by the excellent pastoral care, and they are able to flourish in a safe and nurtured environment. Now, the benefits, as, as, as we mentioned, we are, we are offering our scholars a, an additional experience by coming to St Paul's that they might not already have, such as some exciting opportunities, MUN, DOV, music events, art events, loads of sporting events which are really close, close to my heart. And our scholars are really given the benefit of education and accessing a wide and diverse um, curriculum which will give them opportunities to go into some of the best as you know yourself careers and guidance giving them the best opportunities to go to the colleges and, and universities around the world now it does come with some challenges and one of the challenges is a benefit as well so time management at St Paul's, they have the opportunity to get involved in numbers of en enrichment activities, academic activities, and really understanding time management of how to organise themselves, being prepared to throw themselves in. Um, but that's probably a universal problem for all of us here. Also, another one is adjusting, as Mr. Says, uh, Mr. Edge said earlier, really adjusting to the, the British curriculum and the English language. So all of our lessons are taught in English. They'll be learning um, new skills in English, the IGCSEs, the IBs. So maybe having some um, challenges about adjusting the curriculums. But as you know, you work very, very closely with me and support and guidance is always given. So even if there are bumps and rocks along the way, we will be giving them all the guidance and support to make sure that they flourish and achieve their true potential here. 
Thank you. Well, uh, perhaps it's fitting then that we hear a few words from one of our scholars. She's been with us for three years now, um, Anna Claudia. So let's see what she's got to say. Hi, my name is Anna. I'm in lower six, but I'm at school since Form 5. When it comes to my first days of school, I thought they would be very hard because all my lessons would be taught in a different language. And I didn't know anyone. I didn't know how the community was, how they would welcome me. But even though I started online, I built the connection between uh, the school and the teachers and the pupils really fast on the first days because they already messaged me trying to know me better uh, trying to explain how things worked. I managed to make a lot of friends during this time and they are friendships that I'm going to take for my whole life. The teacher support was really essential for me and I think my adaptation to the school was incredible and I feel like I already belong to the school. As a scholar, I believe that I bring different perspectives to the school community because I've come from a different background and I've also lived through different experiences than most people at school. But at the same time, I learn a lot from them, such as their sense of belonging, of taking care of the environment, of taking care of people we need. And for me, one of the biggest challenges is to manage the time to study, to work on my projects, to play sports, to do my hobbies. Uh, while at the same time be exposed to different opportunities, sometimes not related to the academics, but opportunities that help me grow as a better human to become my best self. Well, it's great to hear from Anna Claudia and uh, the experiences that she has had at St. Paul's and everything that she's learned and brought uh, to our community as well. Uh, Mr. Edge, uh, our first scholar uh, has just graduated from school and it's great to see that for some time now he has been working hard on life beyond St. Paul's and the next phase of his personal and academic journey. How would you describe the transformation he has experienced as a St. Paul scholar? And in what ways do you think he and everyone on the program um, have helped to transform the school? Well, it's a great question. I, I think you're, you're certainly right to suggest that scholarships work to the advantage of all concerned. It's a process that works in both directions. Uh, and so, yes, we've got our, our first uh, scholar, foundation scholar, who, who graduated from the school, uh, which is a very exciting moment for uh, him personally uh, and indeed uh, an important milestone for the school and for the scholarship program. And uh, uh, you also heard uh, Anna Claudia reflecting on her her experiences and they refer to uh, the quality of education they're receiving uh, I guess you can add to that an immersion in English, which is, I imagine, going to be important to them going forward in life. Uh, a wide range of broader educational experiences, ECA, sports, uh, and so on. Uh, and I think, um, and again, Anna Claudia mentioned this, this the, the, the widening of a friendship and social group, which I think uh, is, is really important to any school experience. Um, so I think any, any scholar, uh, but I'm sure our first scholar, would, would testify uh, to that. Uh, and as I said it, it goes both ways. The community, I think, benefits from uh, greater diversity that our scholars bring. Uh, our own pupils, who've perhaps been here since PP1, uh, as the majority of our pupils have, I think really benefit from new faces uh, arriving in the school, uh, in the senior part of the school, uh, with a 
different profile, uh, perhaps a slightly different outlook, different experiences, uh, and better reflecting some of the diversity we see across the city. So it is, it is win-win. It goes in all directions. And I think the experience of our first scholar going through simply serves to highlight that. Thank you. Well, and since um, we're talking about him, why not hear what um, Jean-Pedro, or simply JP for us, has to say about his experience here? My name is Jean-Pedro. I am in the Upper Six. Well, I'm leaving Upper Six. Be part of school, in my opinion, was is an amazing thing because I can see that the school, they really want for you to grow, not only academically, but as a person. The school gives support to you to go to whatever path you want and they want to give you that vision that you can do what you wish to do uh, it was very good to my self-improvement as a person like knowing new people as a uh, trying new subjects different people different opportunities different different views of the world and its society and understanding and growing personally it has been like a very good thing and a very good experience. This school has a great community that wants to help you even when you are out of school. That's a, such a great benefit. But when I entered the school, it was also challenging to try to fit in this community because, I mean, it was a new thing for me. The, the community was also like wanting to know me more and this anxiety was very challenging to deal with. But like when you are in, into it, when you really feel that, okay, now I'm here, it's just awesome. It's just good. It's great to hear from uh, JP, isn't it? Um, Mr. Sutton, uh, many members of our community are impressed by the selection process that the foundation puts in place to, to identify scholars every year and how thorough it is. Could you share with us more about the stages each applicant has to go through to have the chance to become a St Paul's Scholar? Yeah, of course, it would be my pleasure. So our candidates go through a vigorous selection progress and I'm pleased to announce that it lasts for more than one year. And this, this, this programme brings various learning opportunities and gives them the opportunity to really grow as a young pre-scholar. So briefly, we have five steps to our programme. So the first one is the candidates will apply, and this will be online, and they will give us the documents, and then the foundation team will analyse the documents. Then, after that, we invite several scholars, or should I say pre-scholars, to St Paul's to perform online tests, and also to give a tour of the school and looking at some group activities, after that, we have another stage, and this is where we go for the individual interview stage. So myself and the foundation, the scholarship team, will personally have an interview. Over the past couple of years, it has been online um, to get to know them a little bit better, to really understand their strengths, their weaknesses, where we maybe give them some more support, and really looking at where they will flourish, because we really want all of our scholars to reach their true potential. Following on from this section, we then invite the preschoolers for a one-year preparation course. And this also includes home visits because we also see that not only are we inviting the scholars to St Paul's, we are really having a community feel and really involving the whole family. So once they're here for the one-year preparation course, this is when they'll be experienced as St Paul's curriculum. 
such as English, Math, Science, PE, Languages. They really will be doing a, a one-year broad curriculum where they'll be doing some more tests, some more exciting projects work. And again, this is a really stage where you see the candidates live, in action, flourishing and really giving their, their ownership of their work. And then finally, after their one year, we have a final scholarship selection where Mr Edge and the scholarship team will get together and make our final recommendations. So, Mr Neto, once the scholars are part of the community, and I know you work very, very closely with, with me, could you just say what kind of support is provided for our scholars? Well, thank you uh, for that question. Um, I think uh, there's a whole myriad of things that we do really we could spend hours here talking about the work that we do uh, on a daily basis but I think the number one thing um, uh, right off the bat is uh, working to make sure that um, uh, they adapt to the community um, as soon as possible so they are um, I mean we, we meet with them uh, and they are, they are partnered with bodies so we find uh, uh, um, Pupils at school that um, you know can can walk around with them, can take them places because um, on a physical aspect, St Paul's is is a place that's very easy to get lost in. Uh, I certainly got lost here many times um, when I first started, um, and then also academically. Of course, we want to uh, ensure that they're doing well academically. So you have you know the work that they do with their tutors um, every day, um, and um, I meet with them, uh, and um, uh, you meet with them as well. Uh, one a month to discuss how they're doing academically. Uh, of course, there's the important work of uh, Dr. Mack, uh, the school counsellor. Uh, we meet uh, as a whole team um, with the scholars, Dr. Mack, myself, um, every month uh, just to check that everything's all right, that um, th there's nothing that they, uh, they're in need of that we can help with. Um, and um, as I said, something that's very important, uh, the objective of the foundation is to transform the scholar, but also the lives of the families. So we meet with the families on a regular basis. We invite them to school uh, just to um, ask how things are going and see if there's anything that uh, we can do to, to help. And as they get older, uh, let's say, you know, JP, now Anna Claudia moving on from lower sixth to, to upper sixth. And actually, this starts in form four. Uh, we already were with them in parallel uh, on their uh, aspirations, their um, uh, aspirations in terms of career and uh, uh, further studies as well, so universities to identify uh, how they're doing academically and where they'd be a great fit around the world um, to, to go to university or even indeed if that is what they wish to do, to stay in Brazil but continue their academic journey um, beyond St Paul's. And one, one support what I think is really crucial, as you mentioned, is the family support. And I know that we've had some beautiful um, meetings with families and with the PTA. The PTA have been very good to us and they share experiences and they double up the families. And it's a beautiful way of just getting to know St Paul's more. Mr Edge, the, the programme is an essential part of your five-year strategic plan uh, for the school. Um, what are your visions for this uh, in the coming future? 
Uh, well, you, you mentioned it's my five-year vision, um, and uh, I think it's important to stress that it's a vision for the whole school, and I hope that everybody uh, at the school uh, will share in it, and we, we put it together uh, last year when uh, we were in lockdown for much of the time in my first year of the school, and uh, I, I think it's a bold and exciting vision to see us through to our centenary uh, in 2026 and beyond. Um, but at its heart are, are six values, aspiration, adventure, resilience, responsibility, inclusion and kindness, the most important of which um, is, is, is kindness, uh, as I never tire of saying. Uh, we can achieve enormous amounts here as a school, but if we can't be kind to each other, then those achievements are, to my mind, uh, worth very much less. Um, and I think the, the scholarship programme speaks to, to all these values uh, if you if you look at them individually, I mean, certainly inclusion is is obviously there. Uh, aspiration, absolutely. Um, we see the scholarship program as an enormous responsibility. Um, we think learning should be an adventure for our scholars here, and uh, resilience will come into that. So, you know, it, it, this is something which speaks to the heart uh, of of the the values uh, at the school. Um, and if we look at inclusion, uh, I I. I I make no bones of saying I think the school is on a journey and, and needs needs to do more to uh, reflect a wider variety of cultural, educational, national uh, and socio-economic backgrounds within our community. Um, and that is, as I said earlier on, to the benefit of everybody. So I see that as absolutely part of the vision uh, for the school as it, as it meets its centenary uh, and looks ahead with confidence. So yes, it's very much bound up with the broader vision of the school. Those who are directly involved with the work of the foundation never stop. As we speak, intense deliberations are being made on finalising the list of candidates who will be offered a place at school from August 2022. at the same time, we have already started uh, interviewing potential applicants to join the prep course to enter school in 2023. Uh, Mr Edge, uh, what message would you send to our parent body and staff about the foundation? Everything that you've heard about in this podcast, everything we've spoken about, all those admirable aspirations uh, and and the reality we're growing here all that is only possible uh, through the generosity of our community uh, through our donors and through our staff who give up so much of their time uh, to make this all happen and these are people who have it in their power to make dreams a reality uh, and transform lives forever so uh, I'm hugely grateful to those who have already stepped up uh, to support the uh, scholarship program be they uh, in our parent body be they friends of the school uh, or be they uh, in our own staff and I'm I'm hoping that many more will do so uh, in the future so it's uh, it's a a thank you uh, and and let's let's really drive forward to the future that'd be my message. Yeah, thank you, Titus. And I would just like to say, as Titus said, echo all of his thoughts. And also, St Paul's, we are that dream factory. We are changing the lives of so many. So in any way the St Paul's community can get involved, please, please, please be in contact with us, and we would like any help whatsoever.
Mr. Edge and Mr. Sutton, thank you ever so much for joining us in this very special episode of the Polian to share your experiences, passion and vision for our scholarship program as we move closer and closer towards our centenary. Thank you both very much. Thank you very much. It's been great talking to you. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. Thank you for listening. We would love to hear your feedback and suggestions. Perhaps there's a topic you'd like us to cover in future episodes. Please email comments and suggestions to contact at stpauls.br. That is contact at stpauls.br. We also thank Mr. Edge, Mr. Sutton and our scholars who helped us on this episode. That is it for this edition of the Paulian. Thank you for listening. We hope you join us again for our next installment wherever and whenever you are. Bye-bye.